You are now listening to Tuck Gidget's podcast. Hello and welcome to the Talk Your Jits podcast. This podcast is, as the name implies, all about jiu-jitsu. I'm your host, Lamar Smith. In today's episode, my guest is a three-stripe brown belt who also trains at H2O Martial Arts, located in Oak Park, Michigan. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Brian Castain. How you doing, man? Proud of you for finally doing this, bro. I'm geek. And I appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. I'm all professionalist stuff. I'm a guys too, man. Guys too. So let's just get the ball rolling, man. Let's uh, let's give the people what they what they here for, man. What what got you? What got you into jujitsu? I mean, honestly, honestly, it's it's it was no real one thing. Um, so I mean, I've always been a fan of uh, sports in general, but. The, you know, the latter part of my life after I got out of high school and stuff and stopped playing, like, organized sports, I got more into combat sports and, of course, MMA, UFC, whatnot. And, you know, a couple of the homies that, you know, I grew up with, they did MMA and jiu-jitsu and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of always, always around it, but around it at a distance. You know, I would always thought about it, but never, never really pulled the trigger on it. And, you know, one of our mutual friends, one of our mutual brothers, I'm sure you're probably going to have one on the show at some point. Of course. Adam, Yep. Uh, you know, he had been in it for a long time since, you know, we got out of high school more or less. And uh, he had been to a couple of schools. Uh, and he had told me in 2015, one of the uh, people he made some of the strongest uh, connections with uh, at one of the schools was opening his own gym. And that just happened to end up being H2 Martial Arts with our instructor and big homie Zach and shit man. The rest has been history since then. <laughs> right. So so yeah. H so H two O has been your first and only school, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nice, 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 yeah. nice. I didn't really have a <laughs> somebody ain't put their phone on silent. Yeah, I know, right? So professional. <laughs> so professional. <laughs> Yeah, but no, like uh, once Zach opened a school, it kind of like it. It took that last little bit that most people need to start doing something. It took that last excuse away that I don't know of any gym or anything like that. Ain't nothing closed, and it was like, yeah, it's right around the block. You know, just a couple miles from the house, and you know, my best friend is, you know, best friend brother is is going there, and you know, he's super vouching for the for the instructor of being one of his homies. I was definitely. like, all right, whatever. Definitely. Yeah, I'm uh you can definitely you can call me an H two O original. I'm the only one uh I'm the only one left from the the original set of white belts. That's crazy. It is. I mean yeah, you know, John still, you know, he just started coming back. So technically, you know, he's part of the originals, but I mean life happens. He's been in and out and you know so I kind of look at it as yeah, I'm the I'm the I'm the last of the originals. Mm. So from your time you started training to now being a brown belt, and then you know we all know next year you will be testing for your black belt. <laughs> it's it's I hope it works that way. Oh no, it's it's gonna happen that way. We we speaking that to existence. But what... I get it. But you never know what life happens at you, man. What's gonna throw at you? So that's true. That's true. Take it day by day, class by class, roll by roll. Exactly. But what's been 
what's been your most difficult rank? Mm. The answer is twofold. Because obviously, everybody struggles at white belt. You know? Mm-hmm. But when I started, it was everybody was a white belt. So it was kind of like we only had Zach and Adam to to learn from. So it's like we were all – I mean, it's the same problem that everybody runs in with at every school. is like you all train the same thing, so it's hard to get your stuff off and see how the stuff actually works against somebody. But I think white belt, just because, you know, it's so foreign and you got to learn – Everything you got to learn how to move on the ground. You got to learn how to be comfortable in uncomfortable situations. You got to learn the difference between being in danger and something just hurting. And so I, I would say white belt, but I'd say once you got past that and you actually learned, you actually started learning to get to it, it, it started becoming, you know, understanding it. I probably had to say my purple belt because yeah. at that time, at that time. Especially for me. All right, so sorry about that. I had a little, little technical difficulties, but we're back. So now, what was you saying? So I was saying at at purple belt for me, I think it would honestly be the true, like the true, true hardest, mm-hmm. because at this point, you already have, you know, a, a, an understanding of how to move and concepts, and you you know jujitsu. Mm-hmm. You know, like the like like the saying is, and like Zach has all the time. It's like by the time you're a purple belt, you you you've seen all the techniques, or at least the majority of them, and you know you have a basic understanding. Right. At, at that time, though, at the gym, we started getting people around my rank, and just more bodies, and you know, you had got there, and then Coleman was there, and then. Uh, Zach's son, little Zach, was there, and it, it all of y'all pushed me because I won't say that I had got comfortable because I was like the only high rank there, even though you know purple belt, whatever high rank. Some people say it is, some people say it isn't, <laughs> but you know I, I was the only purple belt there. You know Adam was off doing his thing, so he wasn't as consistent as as he would like to have been, and right. Right. No, I had people like Zach, who was uber athletic with a wrestling background, and Coleman, who was an MMA fighter, really strong, really heavy with a wrestling background, and you know, had you coming up with you starting to jujitsu starting to open for you and see things, and and a couple of the uh, the other guys were there. I mean, Eric Diaz, our boy Cleo, uh, yeah, like Travis. Or there were so many different people that went at jujitsu so many different ways. And it just, it was hard because the things that I, I had to learn that just because I was successful with one thing here with someone else, it's not going to be successful over here. So, like, I struggled to figure out jujitsu, have it open up more for me. I struggled how to uh, change how I rolled with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, I don't know. I think where white belt was probably the most physically demanding, 
I think Purple Belt was the most mentally demanding. Ah, yes. Man, I, yeah. 100%. Dude. <laughs> 100% on that one, man. Because, like, you know what you want to do, yeah. depending on who you're with. It's just sometimes you can't get that off. And you can't figure out why you can't get it off. It's just that, it's just that refinement, man. Yeah. Cause like, yeah, like you said, by the time you hit purple, you, you know, you kind of have a big general idea of what techniques you're going to go for, what techniques you're going to hunt and everything else. It's just like, okay, now we have to get to that moment where we have to set this up. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it it was, it's been mentally like daunting from, you know, for me for going from purple to brown to like really trying to kick that up and like. I have to start thinking more like a brown belt. So it's just been like, man, yeah, it's it's been a mental, like a very, very like mental struggle. I mean, and, and, and the funny thing about it is, you know, saying that is with you just recently becoming a brown belt, you still, I remember where I was at then, you still kind of are thinking like you're still a purple belt. Yes. You haven't. <laughs> There, 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 there's at some point, I, I'm not going to tell you what it is. It's going to be different for everybody. For me, it's, it's been within this year is, is, is spotty as if I've been in the gym because of how bad this year has been for me. Mm-hmm. It's been within this year where like, it's, it's hard to describe, but everybody knows it when you start talking about it, once it happens to them. Yeah. It's like it's like I leveled up on a character or something. It's like I didn't do any particular thing, but like all of a sudden my eyes just opened up more, my mind, you know, my mind opened up more and I see things differently. Mm-hmm. Like where I went from at, at purple belt and even after I got my brown belt for a little bit, it was always stuck in like all right, I need to do I need to go here to do this to put that there to get this submission. Right. And now it's like, all right, well, I know, strip all the extra BS away. I know what mm-hmm. I need to finish this type of submission. Mm-hmm. So I don't need it to be exactly there. I just need this and this. Right. And I can figure out a way to get it that seems awkward as hell. And it's, it's like how when we were white belts and we would see Zach or when he, we would have uh, Master Joe and or people from other schools that were teaching and doing seminars and it was watching stuff on, you know, competitions. And you'd be looking at them like, Damn, these motherfuckers are wizards. Man. I get, would never have thought of that. And now it's like, I'm at that spot where like, I'm getting those same reactions yeah. from Matt and Ray yeah. and you know, some of the younger guys. And it's like, it's like, you realize like, all right, I'm not really doing anything special. It's, it's basic. You're just finally getting to the point to where you're able to strip away all the, all the fat and fluff, and yeah, it's it's yeah. amazing. It's it's a, such a it's a hard thing to describe for something so simple. Yeah, and I you know I I think about that a lot too because especially when, um you know I was like what had like what two stripe blue belt when like I. I guess you want to say officially became like an assistant instructor at the school, which, you know, alongside with you. And, Uh you know, we had those moments where we were like, you know, we were teaching, you know, teaching more classes. And now 
you know, us being literally the highest two ranked people in, in the cl- in the school, which still blows my mind. <laughs> and it's like, I, I, I can't like, I can't help but get that happy feeling when we'll, you know, we'll work a technique or we'll, you know, examine something and we break it down to like, you know, Ray and Matt and all of them. And you just see their minds just explode. And uh-huh. they be like, oh my God, I could have never saw that. But it's like, it's there. But yeah, it's, it's, just, it's just like a crazy feeling you get because like we were once in that spot. Yeah, like you said, looking at all the guest teachers, Master Joe Mawera, Grandmaster Mansoor. And, you know, it was like, man, we, you know, watching these dudes move and just just do some un- un- like to us unbelievable stuff. And now we're almost in that realm where it's like, yeah, we're putting on wizard's hats. Like we're showing people <laughs> like, man, I would have never thought that. Or like, hey, if you, you know, shift here, or if you put an arm near, like, hey, if they're this, do, do that. And it's like, yeah, it's it's a, yeah, cra- it's a crazy feeling, man. We, we leveling up at Hogwarts, homie. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just, exactly. It's, 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 like I said, we are remembering it's a trip to remember back and still be able to remember how it was at almost each belt and how you see it now. And it's like, man, I just, I'm in awe a lot. Like, Mm -hmm. and like people, when you talk, and I know you talk to, you know, people about jujitsu, like everybody who does jujitsu talks to people about doing jujitsu. Of course. Of course. And it's just like, people, don't get it like mm-hmm. most people you talk to they don't get it like people want to you know say whatever they say and you know maybe they want to make fun of it at times saying you know like everybody does jujitsu you know they treat it like it's a lifestyle like it is it is it is I, I have never found a person who does jujitsu like really does jujitsu and something that they're going to be doing forever to where like they're not in love with it. Like they just do it. Like I had something to do. No, I don't. I don't know anybody like that. Right. Like it's like once you hit a certain point, you're. It, it's past the point of you just liking to do it or it's something to do. It's like this has now became part of you. Yeah. Definitely. And it's it's through the struggle. It, it, it's through the struggle. Like mm-hmm. have the most shit days ever you get off from work and you're like fuck it i don't even want to go jujitsu i don't want to do shit but you somehow drag yourself there out out of discipline and repetition over years and by the time class is over you don't want to go home yeah your mood is completely different you Mm -hmm. walked in that slow and grumpy and grouchy and fuck this shit. I'm gonna do the traditional. I'm a purple belt or higher. I don't gotta do warm up shit, and just make it on the mat when they start doing techniques. And by the end of the day, it smiles, ready to go home. And you're like, all right, all right, I'm good. Like it's it's, it's therapy, man. Because I was that was gonna be like <laughs> that. Like you literally like touched on like my next two questions because. You know, me, I mean, like, we, we brothers, man. We've, you know, we've grown close since, you know, our both our times at H2O. And, Absolutely. like, I know there's been moments, because I have these moments where, <laughs> yeah, you, like you said, you, you know, you get off work and you, like, I'm not going to class today. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. And, like you said, you blink and you're at the gym. 
Mm-hmm. And you sit there like, ugh, I don't want to be here. <laughs> Next, you know, you're in the gym changing clothes like, ugh, I, I, I just should go home. Uh-huh. That belt tie is like, all right, man, we're here now. <laughs> like, especially, if it's, especially if it's a class like, all right, yeah, we just, especially like at our point now where it's like we've done things so many times and it's like we're not really there. I won't say we're not there for our benefit anymore because we absolutely are, but like our time there benefits the, the, the people under us a lot more than it benefits us. Yeah. And I think I think that's just a natural progression of jiu-jitsu unless you're a competitor and you're – you know, you're doing competition classes all the time. It's a constant go, go, go. Then I think that's a little bit different. But, like, regular classes, I think it reaches a point, unless you have a lot of color belts, mm-hmm. which we, we're starting to get to that. But, like, unless you're at a school where you get a lot of color belts, you get to a point where, like, you're aiding people more than it's benefiting you. But, mm-hmm. fuck it, I like teaching, so yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I love <laughs> yeah, love the martial art, love the, te- you know, love teaching. Yeah. And but, whatnot. like, it's one of those it's one of those classes like, oh, well, we're doing self-defense today. I don't feel like getting punched. Or we're doing gi chokes. I'm like, all right, I don't want to have jujitsu flu for the next three days. Or we're doing fucking break falls, starting with front break fall. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want, or doing fucking flows. I don't want to be thrown right now by a white belt who really doesn't know the technique. So he's going to overcompensate with strength and I'm going to all weird <laughs> but we do but it but you man. do it but we do it and by the end of the damn class we smiles you're off in the corner doing a roll whether you're getting beat up or you're having a good day and you know you're whatever if you get tapped cool keep going Next, anybody else want to go by that time you're so <laughs> you're sweat drenched and get up time to clean the mat, get changed, and hang around and talk and bullshit for another 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's about, uh, it's just something yeah. about it, man. It's just, it's just like, yeah, it just makes just whatever day, whatever the day was, it's just like, yeah, it don't even matter anymore. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, it's just... Man, trust me, I, I it's know. One, yeah, for, for the, you know, the ones... I can't, you know, I don't even say for the ones who don't understand, because most of your audience it's going to be people that does this shit. Like, granted, like, I would love for you to be big as hell to where you people who don't do this shit live to this shit and you change people to get into it because that's kind of the goal. Yes. But, uh, but it, it's so hard to describe. It really is. But I think everybody who's done jujitsu and, and fell in love with jujitsu, it's helped their life in in numerous ways and it has helped them get through tough times in their life. Definitely. Definitely. Like definitely. Trust me. That that that, that 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 physical struggle that you go through in a role, especially if it's a hard role, someone that knows your game and they're stronger than you or bigger than you or their body type, their stuff just fits you perfectly. So like they catch you in anything they want to. It's just, it, it, it helps you work through things subconsciously that you don't realize. Yeah. And then once you're done, you're sitting there and you're playing the role back in your head and just going through regular parts of life or just other things don't seem is, is important or as big or like, why was I, 
sweating that so goddamn much. Yes. Yes. Because like, you know, in the in the first episode I kinda touched on that. Like the the one of the main reasons why I love, you know, doing jujitsu so much is that particular reason. Now, especially, you know, been doing it this long, it's like when you step when you step on those mats and, you know, you get to those moments where you're actually doing a good hard roll or, or whatever the case may be, you can't focus on anything else. Like you can't let that like whatever the day is, whatever the month was going on, whatever, you know, personal issues you can't let that cloud your judgment. No. Because you're going you're going to get, you know, you're going to get submitted. You're going to get tapped. You're going to get killed. So, like, you have to be like, all right, as soon as that slap bump, that's it, bro. It's time to turn jujitsu on. <laughs> right. Like, it's you, just, you have to. You're, even, even though you're with your homies or, you know, people that you know because you're at your gym, like, it's still violent. It's still, still violent. You still got to protect yourself. Yes. Like, <laughs> it's definitely I mean, still violent. Yes, we we are simulating murder and dismemberment, but I mean, all it takes is for somebody to flip a switch and they try to go go, and now you actually got to go. Yeah, and it, it ain't no playing around. You got to be able to, when it's time, get done what needs to get done. Cause yeah, cause you know, for example, you know, one of our white belts, I was dem, we mm-hmm. know we was demonstrating something, and it was just like, all right. Let's just, you know, let me help, you know, let me help them out, fix this, fix that. And then I I felt him kept, like, you know, pushing forward. So I'm like, all right. So I, I'm, I'm like, okay, maybe if I, like, relax and slow down and, like, not really fight, he'll get the hint that it's not an actual role. Now he needs to just relax. And I'm like, okay, maybe he will pick it up. I'm like, all right, cool. I kept saying that. Okay, 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 okay. But he just kept pushing forward so i was like all right all right this is like a minute in he's not slowing down okay i guess we're rolling now <laughs> so, well let me show you why you need to chill out little homie yeah it was like okay now we're now okay here we go let's go we're rolling let's roll so like remember you asked for this like, yeah you asked for this <laughs> But I love it though, man. I you know I love when we get those you know white belts that you know come to the gym and they just show so much heart. It's like, yeah. Once we get a couple of good you, good techniques in you, you're you'll be okay. Yeah, but they come in and they got all, for whatever fucking reason in life, like they just have natural good of like instincts. Mm-hmm, yeah, which is which is something crazy for jujitsu, at least for me, because like. I, I grew up playing, you know, organized sports, you know, yep. football, basketball, stuff like that. And yep. it was nothing for me to realize, like, dance, you know, these people got a lot of natural talent. Because, you know, I was one of those guys that, at least in football when it came, like, I had a lot of, like, natural talent. I didn't have to, until I got to high school, like, little league ball. Like, I really didn't have to work hard at playing football to be one of the better ones on the team. Yeah. And when I started doing jujitsu, like, when I first started, I never – I never thought about jujitsu in that terms where like some people would just have natural good instincts. But like, since I've seen a couple come through the gym, like it just makes, I don't know, like my brain finally accepted the fact like, all right, yeah, you could be naturally good at this too. Like it is, it's a skill. It's just a different kind of skill. And then like you see people like Ray or uh, Nick, uh, little Nick, and then like uh, Kasanga and stuff like that. Like they got so much natural, naturally good instinct, 
it's baffling and yeah it's like like how we've said about a couple of them it's like bro like once this shit opens up for you you're gonna be scary yeah and i you know i think about that too because you know ray who will be on a no a future episode like yeah yes when he got that here, might, that might be my favorite episode, bro. <laughs> I can, yeah, I definitely can't, can't wait to talk episode. to him. But um, but yeah, so when he got there, and you know, he was, you know, he's already a, a super, super, super smart guy, highly intelligent, and the way that he like adapted and grew and just caught on so fast, man. Even at, like even as a white belt, like one or two stripes in, I'm like, dude, this dude is gonna be a problem. And he he's definitely is a problem. He's definitely definitely a problem. And I I just keep telling like, dude, once you get out of your head and stop second guessing yourself, uh, yeah, definitely gonna have yeah. to start kicking it up on this guy. <laughs> definitely. I mean, let him play, figure things out. And all that, but you know, you know always keep it in the back of their mind that yeah, you know, it can, it can go left. It can definitely not, go like, left. Ray, Ray is, Ray is, Ray is that guy. Yeah, he's uh, he's different, man. He's different. He's <laughs> like the only one that's came through the gym, in my opinion, that was anything like that, like close to it or you know, right around it was was Nick before he left for the service. Yeah, yeah. Like with his length and and just his natural movements, like he would have. I mean, I'm sure he's still nice. I'm sure you know jujitsu is not something he's gonna stop training. He's probably still training while he's in the service and probably gonna train when he get out. But yeah, it would have been nice to see them two growing side by side since they started at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I mean, it'd have been crazy. Definitely. So, kind of backtrack a little bit because we kind of touched on it. Like, when, like, do you remember, like, when do you remember the moment, like, you, like, you fell in love with? The moment. Oh, the moment. Damn. That's a hard, tough question to be on the spot. That's something <laughs> I had to probably really, real, real think again. Uh-huh. I could probably tell you, I could probably tell you the belt. Okay, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'm going to say... Hmm. So close in time. I want to say... Late blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like late, late blue almost to when, almost when I got the purple. Because at that point, with the way the gym was set up, I kind of, there was a couple people that were there with me from the, you know, left from the beginning. So we constantly had our nice, even roles. There was a couple new white belts. And I wasn't the biggest for a change. There were people there bigger than me. You know, we had John, we had Rendell. We had a couple people that was, you know, bigger than me. Mm -hmm. And with us being, with us being a smash style school, it's like, you get on top more times than not, you're going to stay there. Mm-hmm. So like I finally started realizing what y'all felt being under me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds weird because you're asking like, what's 
when did I fall in love? And I'm talking about something that's a struggle that you think would be a pain. But being able to see how to get out from underneath people mm-hmm. and seeing what it felt like gave me that perspective to realize, like, okay, it, it's something different. Like, and it, it, it made me understand jujitsu a little bit more, which opened my eyes. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I'm almost heard about you're invested, you're not going anywhere. Right. But yeah, it just, I, know, I saw what it was capable of once I was able to see the other half of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would. Yeah, I would definitely have to say around, you know what, the day, the day after my purple belt test. Okay. The, no, I'm sorry. The night after I got done with my purple belt test. <laughs> <laughs> that's when, that's when I exactly, that's the, that was the moment that I, I knew I was like, yeah, I love this. I'll re, I'll re, you know, I've, I've had a big infatuation with it. I knew like, yeah. I could see myself doing this forever, like, you know, just playing around with the idea. But, dude, when I tell you, that night, after I got home, and I looked at that purple belt, and just thought about, like, how grueling that test was. Because, you know, it was, boom, it was right after COVID, so it was like, yeah, out of shape, wasn't even, it was bad. It was, it was so bad. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I remember. Man. I remember. Yeah, it was it was bad. It was very very bad. But man, but just to think of like having you guys there, and just how hard I worked to get it, like regardless of what was happening like prior to, like I still got my ass out there and did that test. It was hard, but I did it. But that's when I was like, yeah, man, I'm I'm in this for life. This this is it, bro. This I found it. Like this is this I'm okay with doing this for the, like the next. 20 30 years yeah and then you know part at least for me i can't speak for everybody but for at least for me mm-hmm. part part of me falling in love with it was the fact of like yeah it's it's, it's an okay way to commit violence <laughs> 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 like i can i can i can be mean and like choke someone and that's the whole point yeah like I can go here for three hours and commit random acts of atrocious violence to people and not go to prison, not have a criminal record. I don't know. There's some part about that that was always nice. <laughs> as, as, as sick and sadistic as it sounds, it's like, I'm okay with this. Say what you wanted that. It's like, I, 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 would be, I would be shocked if most people who do jujitsu. Fuck that. If most people who do martial arts, uh-huh. if they don't feel something similar to that. Right. Because I, I don't I don't think that you could you could learn a martial art, which is essentially in the rawest form, a way to defend yourself by breaking another human body. Yeah. Like in, in its rawest form, that's what it is. Yeah. But I, I think with the constant struggle in, in martial arts, you learn the restraint of it. So it's like you, you don't have to have it. Your ego don't need to be fed because you know that you're, you can do that. You can go there if you need to. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, fuck, what's the quote? Oh, man. I can't remember it offhand. Uh, you know the, uh, I can't remember exactly, but like the samurai quote where it's like, it's better to be a a, war, a warrior in a time of peace than a gardener in a time of war time of, shit yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like that. Like, you, you, you'd rather... Like, okay, easier one. Like, the, the saying with the gun. Like, having a gun. Like, it's, it's better to have one and not need it than need it and not have one. Yeah. Like, like I'd, rather, I'd rather know this and be able to be capable of this and never, ever have to use it. And, and, than, and be okay with that. Than be a statistic, you know? Yeah. At least, like you know, it, you know, it's a worst case scenario situation that you know we we hope that we would never have to do is actually like defend ourselves using any any form of martial arts or weapon. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. like I'm happy that I have it just in case. I always yeah. have something in my you know I always have something in the toolbox that you know just yeah like I said just just for those just in case moments. But uh, yeah, I yeah I, I I totally agree. Totally, totally. Especially in, in your situation where you know you're a husband and a father, it ain't just you you got to worry about. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, it, it, you know, and it's, it gets a, dope. You got your family training with you. Yeah, and <laughs> and man, that was, and that was my main. That was like my main thing, dude. It was like, you know, I got you know got my daughter, got Lemire into it, and I'm like, okay, because what the the funny thing about that real quick was when. I got her into, like, you know, I got her into training and, you know, I asked her, I was like, you know, you want to start going to training? And she's, you know, she was like, yeah. So I was like, okay, let's just see what happens. Are you going to do this because daddy's doing it or actually, are you actually going to try it? But mm-hmm. dude, when I tell you like watching her come to class and just flourish. Oh bro. I can see it. Like, like Catching when, on when, to everything, everything imaginable, dude. Like, and not just the, just the catching on jujitsu thing. It's it helped her. It's helped her self esteem and her personality. Because when you used to bring her, yeah, when when you used to when you used to bring her around uh, when she was a little younger before she started training, she'd always be you know a little you know quieter, you know a little bit more you know you know I, I guess I want to say smaller, but like presence was smaller i guess mm-hmm. and now that she's been doing that bro like i've heard her her talk more in the last like two three times i've been to class than i've ever heard her talk in her entire life before yeah. and she's you know she's beating up coleman's son and like she's, <laughs> out, like she's out more outgoing she's not as as timid i guess like you can see it in her personality it's it's doing just as much for her her inner self as it is for her learning the jiu-jitsu. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's, I mean, it was just that, like, you know, her, her first few, you know, her first times coming to class and when she, you know, when she, you know, her and, you know, you know, Jacob's playing around mm-hmm. and she, you know, she was able to, you know, take him down. And it was that moment where she was like, Oh snap. I did that. <laughs> And she was looking at me, and I'm like, "You didn't do nothing wrong. <laughs> you, you know, you 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 good, you good, you you did right." And so she right. was like, "Oh, okay." 
<laughs> and it's been a wrap. Yeah, it's been a wrap. Cause like now it's like she she's at the like when she knows what time I get home, she's at the door. Mm. I believe that, it, bro. We going to training, right? Like yeah, that's gotta be awesome. It's it's a dude. It's an awesome feeling. It is it's such, it is such an awesome feeling, especially like sure seeing her that cheesing, don't you? you say what? You be che- as soon as you get to the door, you be cheesing seeing I'm her. Like yeah, that's that's my road. That's my road dog, man. That's my that's my road dog. That's fucking awesome, man. Yeah. Happy for you. Happy. Um, let's see. Is there anything? Oh, you know what? This is a this is a question I wanted to ask you because you were a little bit God. more, um, I guess in depth in the jujitsu world than I am. But if you had the chance to roll with anybody, who would be the top three people that you choose? You would choose to roll with the top three. Hmm. Hmm. That's a really good question. That's a really good question. Considering I knew this was coming, I probably should have thought about this ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I, I... Okay. First name. I'm sure. After I thought about this, this name wouldn't change. Mm-hmm. But Gordon Ryan, mm-hmm. and it's crazy for me to say that because in the beginning, when you know the Danaher Death Squad was coming up and he was making his name, I was I was one of those that was anti Gordon Ryan. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of but, people was a lot of people was anti Gordon Ryan. And, you know, it had a lot to do with the way he came off. Mm-hmm. But whatever, you know, to each their own. I think a couple, couple things, a confluence of a couple of things. One, I got a little older. Two, I understood jiu-jitsu more. And three, you know, following his rise and the things he did and coupling that with understanding jiu-jitsu more. And I realized, yeah, he really is that guy. Yeah, he really is that but, guy. But to roll with him would be, I get absolutely ran through, just absolutely <laughs> through. But the the lessons I would be able to learn from that role, the things that I would be able to learn and take away, I think, I think would elevate the things that I do already. Since especially because I'm kind of a leg hunter. Mm-hmm. I think it would it would take my grasping and understanding to another you know another level it would rise up a little bit mm-hmm. and and just for that 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 would be enough for the enough for the role and getting decimated in a hundred times in five minutes or some dumb shit that he'd do right. but def definitely gordon ryan um <sighs> Now, let me get some clarification on this. Mm-hmm. Are we talking? You're saying your top top three roles. Yeah. Is this just jujitsu players or grapplers all together? It's whoever. It's whoever who you would choose to roll with. If you if they give you the opportunity to roll with these three people, like who would okay. they be? Okay. Um, oof. All right. So Gordon Ryan. 
God, man. So <laughs> many so many names. Yeah. Like, so many freaking names. Um I'm gonna feel like an ass I can't remember his name offhand. Oh. God, I should have been more prepared for this question. Oh. I think it would have been dope. Hickson in his prime. Mm. Another one that would just utterly destroy. You know, just make me look like a white belt all over again. Yeah. Yeah. But that would, you know, like, again, everything you'd be able to learn, you know, the, the, how good he was, his, you know, the streak that he says he had from competing back in the day and at one point in time being touted as the best grappler on the planet. Uh, it's. Mm. Yeah, man, it'd be, that'd be something. Hmm. I don't know. It's a toss up. I won't say it's a toss up between for the last spot between two people, but you know, fuck it. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go, I'm going to go left. Khabib. Ooh. I want to see what that feels like. Yeah. I want to see what that feels like. Because, like, as a person, I'm bigger than him. Mm-hmm. But I think in a role, like, when he would get on top, the pressure he would feel, I think that would be Something on the lines that I've only ever felt with Master Joe, mm-hmm. or like, or like Fresh, or something like that. Yeah, it would it, it would be it'd be crazy, and it would be nice. It'd be interesting to feel what all these world class fighters felt, you know. Yeah, that, that that would be interesting. It'd be definitely interesting. I mean. There's a lot. It's so hard to put it down to three because there's so many people like Buchecha, Hodja Gracie, fucking Eddie Bravo. Yeah. Damian Maya, the Mendez brothers, um, Gabriel Gonzaga, Jacare. <laughs> man. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. So many, super ridiculous. Ah, that's 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 a hard question to ask, man. I'm gonna be dwelling on that. I'll be <laughs> dwelling on that for a while. I, honestly, I'm probably when when I when I roll up tonight before bed, I'm gonna I'm gonna take my my fucking jujitsu book out 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 on the porch with me, and I'm gonna I'm gonna write in that bitch thinking about this while I smoke. <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be my high thoughts for the night. <laughs> that's crazy, man. I mean, I, w- I would ask the question in return, but I have a feeling that everybody you ask that question is going to ask that question. What question? And, you know, once you ask them that, they're going to say they're oh, probably going to oh, ask. Oh, about you? Yeah, so I'll, I'll save that because you're probably going to have to answer it 100,000 times, and it's going to probably change depending on, you know, who else you see around and the more learning you do. Right, yeah. Same with mine, but, you know. People only go. Well, I ain't gonna say only gonna hear me once because I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a regular on this bitch. But like, they gonna hear me. <laughs> they gonna they gonna hear they gonna hear you a couple couple times. They gonna hear you a couple times. But yeah, I mean, 
I don't know, man. Jiu-Jitsu is amazing. I encourage everybody to try it. Yes. It, 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 you either love it or it's not for you. And if it's not for you, that's cool. No big deal. No worries. No worries. Ain't no one, ain't no one who's real in jiu-jitsu going to down you for not doing jiu-jitsu. Uh-uh. Like, Cause uh. I, you know, yeah, I, I totally agree. Like to think, like to have people, you know, that would, you know, be eager to learn a martial art or, you know, just jujitsu in general. I'm like, dude, just, just try it. Just try it. Cause everyone get, you know, you know, obviously get the mixed con- conception of jujitsu from like MMA and stuff like that. So seeing like jujitsu in a pure, pure form it's get it gets very intimidating. It's, mm-hmm. It gets very intimidating, cause I'll you know I'll show like people who I've talked to about like jujitsu, and then I'll you know show them like videos or or show them techniques and stuff like that. They be like, oh, I I can't do that. I can't move like that. I'm like, hey, at <laughs> one point I couldn't either. Right, you gotta learn it. You gotta You're gonna feel like, you're gonna feel like a fish out of water for quite a while at at white belt and. You're gonna get beat up your entire white belt. Like that the the amount of humbling that you go through at white belt sets the tone, not just for the rest of your jujitsu journey, but I think it, it resets the tone and recalibrates the way you look at life because and go through life because you one you you, you now start to realize and have an understanding just how fragile the human body is and how easy it is to break it. Mm-hmm. And two, you you just been beat up all the time. All the time. It's like any little bit of ego you had gets beat out of you because you realize at some point, like, I'm physically using all my strength and energy, and there's nothing I can do about there's it. There's nothing. <laughs> yeah. I, I touched and bases on that in the first episode, too. Like, yeah. Like that- you just got it. Accept it. You just have to accept it. You have and to. then once you accept it, it's once you accept it, it's like all right, you find a little bit of peace in that and it's like I don't know, that's when like being on bottom doesn't suck as much because you know you're gonna be here. Yeah, you're gonna be here for a while. Might as well get comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Learn how be, not to panic. Right. This is gonna be your residency for the next two and a half years. Right? Apartment jujitsu, ground floor. Ground floor. Like you, you may get to peek out the window every now and then, but you know, don't press your luck. <laughs> right, right. You might be able to go upstairs for like a, you know, for a visit and come down at the seminar, but you gonna be back in your place. Yes. yes. Uh, so this is one of the greatest things that I've ever done in my life, and then outside of football, it's been one of the things that I've outside of football and work, it's been one of the fir- things that I've done the longest consecutively. Yeah. Like, it's, I wish I would have found jujitsu when I was a teenager, when I still had that uber competitive spirit and wanted to compete and wanted to prove that I'm better than people. And I don't know, it would have been, it'd have been interesting to see that person. Cause like, there's nothing wrong with that. And just like, there's nothing wrong with the way I am now, but like now being, 33 and I don't really 
care about competing. I don't got that drive now. I'm more into the the learning and, and definitely the teaching of it. Mm-hmm. That's where I get all that's where I get all my happiness from. Like I know we got a couple guys there that you know, compete every once in a while and I know you're wanting to get into competing and Yeah. You know, we got we got a couple of the MMA fighters and stuff like that. You know, they always especially the MMA fighters they always ask like, How come you never want to do any competitions? I'm like Well, a couple reasons. One, I don't have the biggest ones I don't have the competitive drive to wanna to sit here and, you know, start training you know, three to five hours every day. One, I don't got the time for it. I mean, I could make the time for it. Anybody can make the time for the things they want to do. Right. But just, I don't have that burning desire to say, yeah, I'm going to go win this competition to prove that I'm such and such the best at this such and such. And then the other thing is kind of almost equal as important is I don't want to fight guys that are that big. <laughs> I'm, I'll be honest with you. I would be an ultra heavy. I'm 5'10, 270 pounds. They, I don't want to fight guys built like the guy you fought at your last competition. Bro. I don't do it. That's too. Uh, for where I'm at in my life, that is too much athleticism and strength that I want to deal with. Listen. Now I got no problem admitting that. I'm a bitch. It's okay. L- 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 listen, l- listen, bro. <laughs> when I tell you that <laughs> that tournament, bro. It's like, you know, it's, I was sitting here thinking to myself when I bought, I was like, you know what? I got what I deserve. I got what I deserve. <laughs> I, I didn't go in with a a clear mindset. I mean, granted, that was like kind of my, my goal. I didn't want to set no really high expectations for myself. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, going to run this, but I, I wanted to, yeah, you know. Yeah, you wanted to see what it felt like. Yeah, I wanted to see what it felt <clears throat> like. But I didn't think I was going to get like straight like cell block six, you know. Because <laughs> the funny thing was when we got there. You know, you see all these people around normal clothes. So you don't know who's competing. You don't know who's what, right? Right. So I'm in this in here. I think it's about almost like 10 something. And I was like, okay, what? You know what? We about to start about 11, 1130. Let me go ahead and get changed, get stretched and warmed up. But then I started seeing people start changing clothes. So I was like, you start seeing their belts. Start seeing belts. So I was like, okay, that's the guy's a blue, that guy's a white belt, that guy's this and this, 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 and that. And then there was one particular guy. He was sitting down. He was sitting in the bleachers with his uh his wife and kids, whatever. I mean, he, you know, you could tell he works out. You know, strong guy, uh-huh. stupid, humble looking guy. You know, we you know we kind of like talk, you know, in passing, whatever. And when he took off his jacket, and like <laughs> his tattoos had muscles, uh-huh. I was like, oh, okay. But then I saw that blue belt. I said, oh, <laughs> I said yes. <laughs> But then I saw um, the other guy, the guy I actually went yeah. against, and I saw him tie yeah. that purple belt. I was yeah, like, former NFL player. Former NFL <laughs> player. And I'm like, oh, God. This is going to be my intro. This is my, my first tournament. This is what it's going to be. This guy was two, like he was six something, like six, two, six, three, 200 something pounds on muscle. Strong, yep. strong guy, and still look like he can play. Yeah, he still like he can play. And then when we started, I'm like, okay, I gotta somehow get this to the ground. Some I don't know how, but I was gonna try to figure it out. But I couldn't. There's nothing I could do. Like I tried to swim under. I tried to, man. It was just like impossible, like to get 
anything like get anything going i was like yeah this is this is about to be quick yeah but yeah but after that tournament man i was like yeah i can't i can't compete at ultra heavy no more and you've been shooting right down man you looking slim and trim man thank you i was like yeah i, I was like if i'm gonna compete i'm gonna do this the right way so got to you don't end up in a situation like that yeah never again i mean yeah <laughs> you're still gonna come across people who are probably gonna be built like that but they're also gonna be smaller because you're smaller right so it's to be a bit more even yeah and and then, then yeah i'll i'll be able to i guess you want to say it was like it would be more even playing ground but you know i i, I enjoyed the experience for sure absolutely dude was a cool dude oh yeah he was a real cool <clears throat> dude. dude i talked to his um his instructor like a little bit after he's like yeah man look you did an amazing job he's a he's a he's tough for me to handle i was like he i was like yeah he's just a purple yeah. He's like, yeah, man. Yeah, didn't, you, uh, didn't you exchange information with homeboy? You should get him on the podcast. I I can't fi- I couldn't find him. Damn. I couldn't find him. Like the day after the tournament, I I'm gonna you know what? I'm gonna ask Zade because I think he knows the instructor, and I'm gonna ask him about it. But yeah, he's not on social media. He's not on Facebook. Yeah, he's not on Facebook. He's on Instagram. I couldn't find him for anything. So, but yeah, if I can get him on the show. It'll be it'll be, it'll be exciting. Probably pop up to a tournament and just see if you see him. Yeah, definitely. I mean that would that that would actually be a good idea for you if you had a tournament that you're not competing and just walk around with like a uh uh like a mic or whatever, or just your phone and do like on site interviews like with random, you know, jujitsu questions like, you know, shit. That'd be dope. You do a little like YouTube short essentially. Yeah, man. You know, it's the sky's the limit, man. The sky's the limit. The sky's the limit. Oh yeah. Is, you know, yeah, man, jujitsu, the greatness, <laughs> man. But man, that's that is definitely today's episode. Um, once again, I would like to thank my guest, Mr. Brian Chastain, for blessing us with the you know being on the first episode. Man, I I greatly greatly appreciate it. Oh, I feel humbled, man. I feel I feel definitely honored to be that. That I mean, I know it's not gonna be your first episode, but your first interview, like uh, especially with the road that we've had in jujitsu, man. Like how. You started, you was through another guy, and we, you know, we became super close since then, and you being an integral part to my growth, and, you know, me being an integral part to your growth, and, you know, through your, your purple and up to your brown, and it's, it's been a trip, bro, like, I remember, like, we were talking earlier, like, remember how you were at White Belt, I remember how you were at White Belt, to <laughs> how you are now, it's, it's not the same person. Man, I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I definitely don't even feel like the same person, man, from the first like, time. Like, I remember, I remember distinct times where you had that, what the fuck, like, the look that Matt and Ray gave, like, I remember distinct times when you had that. Oh, yeah, I still get them, but, <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, man, since it's been a trip to see your growth, bro, I'm, 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 I'm hella proud of you, man. Man, appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Likewise. Likewise. Thank you, bro. Yeah, man. Well, uh, yeah, I really hope, you know, you guys enjoy this episode and, you know, you got to listen to, you know, our experiences, you know, as growing together, but, you know, also in our own individual um, jujitsu journeys. But uh, yeah, but please go and follow our Instagram and Facebook 
so you can stay up to date with all our future episodes. And this has been Talk Your Jits Podcast. Keep rolling, keep grinding, and remember, long live long live jujitsu. You guys have a great day.